Well, it's that time again, folks. It's another episode of Loot Time. Time. And we are still in March. Yep. If you guys noticed, our last episode began the March Mm -hmm. month, and we're currently still in March. And the theme is still cosmic. It is very much cosmic. Yes. So our first episode of the month was Guardians of the Galaxy. So if you haven't had a chance to I Am Groot, Go back to I Am Groot and listen to I Am Groot. Groot. <laughs> so that was such a fun podcast. If you guys noticed, the title of the, the podcast was was pretty funny, too. And they'll never understand the true meaning. Yeah, only me and Kev will understand what the title of the podcast that we just released means. Um, because, you know, I, I Am, am Groot. Groot. means anything. <laughs> exactly. So... Um, that was such a fun episode to record. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Um, if you didn't go back and, uh, take a listen, I believe episode 44, if I'm not 44, 44, episode 44. We're almost to 50 guys. We're almost to half a century Yes. of episodes. So we're on our way. I can't believe it's been 44 years. 44, yeah, one a year, (laughs) 44 months. Well, okay. So to be fair, we used to do one a month Mm -hmm. and now we're doing Four a month, so yep. the gap yep. is, is is closing, closing a little bit quicker than normal. So uh, this episode of Loot Time, we are going to uh, delve into Captain Marvel because mm-hmm. um, it definitely fits the cosmic theme very much. Very much. Yeah, I mean cosmic rays and cosmic stuff, which we'll space get into travel. space travel and um, Kree and scrolls and. You know, non, not uh, planet Earth only, you mm-hmm. know, stuff that branches out into the universe. Um, but until then, um, I have a question for, for the group. If you guys want to answer, I mean, no one has yet, but mm-hmm. I feel free if you guys want to answer these questions. I could probably post them on Facebook, Facebook or... and get, get some feeling back, get some other people's input of what get they the think. Get the mojo going. Yes, and then maybe they'll like answer our question and they'd be like, well, what did they think? And then they'll go listen to our podcast and mm-hmm. then they'll understand what we thought. Right. Maybe that's a good, good segue. Get the wheel going. I like it. All right. So you're on a cosmic adventure for the next five years with only rations available to eat. What food would you miss the most? Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Any particular type of pizza or just pizza in general? Hawaiian pizza. I would miss, uh, Papa, no, Papa, yeah, Papa Murphy's has some pretty good take and bake pan pizzas. Yeah. And their, uh, pineapple, their Hawaiian with jalapenos is pretty good. I'm guessing what they mean by rations are those MRE meals that oh. taste like dust. So. Yeah. Okay. Forgive me. Then I'm, yeah, out of term on that one. I'll have to think about that one. Do you have one? Well, no, you'll miss pizza. That's the answer oh, to the yeah. question. I'm just saying. How do you get a pizza in a bag like that, though? Like, well, you wouldn't. They taste like garbage. I mean, maybe they maybe they've changed over the years, but I feel like feel like they would just be junk. Or yes. who knows what rations means? I right. don't know. It could, yeah. It could be 
uh, uh, a straw Twinkies or Twinkies. You know, they just have a case of Twinkies because they could last for five years. Apparently, right. You here's your chunk of Twinkie for the day. Right, it um, never goes bad. But me, I mean, I can't pass up a good hamburger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I just could eat a good hamburger for you know five years, I'd probably die. <laughs> Especially hamburgers from In-N-Out Burger, oh, or Five Guys, or My Burger. Or Shake Shack. Or Shake Shack. I mean, there's so many good burgers out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I make my own burgers on the grill. Right. I mean, what? where are we going on this cosmic adventure that I can't bring hamburgers with Ground me? Ground beef, or like, if you make it with turkey, that's fine. Well, I guess if you're gone for five years on a, on a spaceship, I'm assuming stuff won't keep. Right. For a long period of time in space. Do you imagine how healthy you would be, though, once you let these foods go? Like, your cholesterol levels <laughs> down and everything? No yeah. burgers, no pizza. Well, I don't know. The weird, Okay, so I just went to the doctor, and my cholesterol apparently is is good. good. And if, if anyone knows me, I eat the most garbage, probably food, hamburgers. No I mean, I, I eat healthy every once in a while, but, I mean, I eat a lot of fast food, and mm-hmm. I eat a lot of beef, and... I mean, I guess chicken doesn't count. I guess it's more the red meats that, right. that that make it count. I mean, I guess I don't eat steak as much, but it's definitely mostly hamburgers. Lots and lots of hamburgers. Burger. I've been eating chicken a little bit more, but you know, when I do eat, it's it's hamburgers. That's a fair choice. Hamburgers. Do you do you uh, toast your buns a little bit, or do you just keep them as is? It depends. Yeah. I mean, if I'm lazy, then I'll just leave them as is. Mm-hmm. But if I already got the oven going because I'm cooking some fries or you know, something's on the grill, I'll probably toast them. But if I'm just, you know, just cooking a burger in a pan, you know, on the on the stovetop, right. then I'm like, eh, yeah, I'm, I'm lazy. I'm not even going to do it. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. There's a lot of foods out there. It's I mean, hard to pick one. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if it said, like, your favorite fast food restaurant, that'd be a different story. Right. I mean, you're in space, so who knows? I mean, maybe maybe franchises have made it out. On, on your on your adventures, different stations, and obviously different planets had different foods. I'm not not gonna say that we go to a different planet and right. hamburgers are are readily available because I'm sure cows aren't just readily available. But then again, you can make hamburgers out of pretty much anything these days. What was it that it was like in a movie or whatever? It was just like you you would put like this seed or this packet in a microwave and you would microwave it and you'd open up the microwave and it would come out as that meal. There was, was it was that like it wasn't Back to the Future. Well, Back to the Future had the dehydration foods okay. where you rehydrate a food, like a pizza or okay. stuff like that. But I know what you're talking about. There yeah. was something, or on that TV show, The Orville, you just tell the machine what you want, and it just makes and it, it just makes it. Yeah, how has that not invent, been invented yet? Right. I mean, there's 3D printing, so we need to learn. We need to learn how to 3D print food. Ooh. That's what we need. Well, I mean, they apparently they can 3D print organs now, so they can. You got to be relatively close. We, I mean, if you can do it to save lives, you can. I mean, eating is saving life, so it's like, why not? Yeah, right in your kitchen counter, 3D print hamburger. Probably five hours later, here comes your hamburger. Right, right depending here. on like what you could afford <laughs> as a 3D printer. Yeah, like, right. Hamburgers yeah. take uh, five hours. Maybe one potato chip it will take you like ten minutes or something. It's got like the extract instructions like a microwaving if it's a seven 700 watt microwave or yeah. 1100 yeah all right if you guys know what what food you wouldn't want miss for being on a cosmic adventure i'll post this on facebook okay. we'll, we'll do this we'll post on facebook mm-hmm. and 
it'll be kind of like a poll thing maybe, or maybe a choose your own option type of thing. I'll decide. I'll figure okay. out, figure out how we want to do it, but it'll be up on Facebook, possibly Twitter, maybe, or Instagram, maybe all three. I'll see how I feel. Well, you well, guys will just have to wait and find out. Yeah, that's right. You're on my time now. Right. Okay. Suckers. All right. Anyway, back to the, uh, the franchise at hand. Okay. So we are going to talk to talk about Captain Marvel. Yes. Mrs. Captain Marvel. Cause she's a chick. Apparently she used to be a dude back in the sixties when Stanley originally. Really? Yeah. Oh, we'll go over that. I found some fun facts for, for Captain Marvel. For those of you that didn't know now, I'm going to tell you right now, we're sitting at the 8 minute and 21 second mark. Spoilers shall be had. Right. This episode. I know the movie literally came out on Thursday night or Friday, depending on when where you guys live. But stop but, listening. But stop listening right now and go to the theater and see it and mm-hmm. then come back and revisit the podcast. If you don't give a crap about spoilers or maybe you don't watch Marvel movies or just are interested in our podcast because you like hearing us talk, Thank go you. ahead, keep on listening. Keep on doing what you're doing. But there will be spoilers had. So you've, this been, is, warned. you've been warned. Okay. So literally two hours ago, mm-hmm. depending or on so. when you guys listen to this podcast, for us it was two hours ago, uh, we went to the theater, which is the only place you could see this movie at the present time. Right. And, <laughs> uh, and we saw Captain Marvel for the first time. Yep. And... Unfortunately, since it was two days after the release, we kind of had some ideas going into our head, unfortunately, because, you know, internet, so you can't not hear or see or listen to a lot of different reviews and people talking and, you know, friends texting you for some stupid reason, even though they didn't ask first, did you see this movie before actually telling you about the movie? Mm -hmm. So, but we went to go see it. I personally think I went in with an open mind. Yeah. Like I, I, I tried to shove all that aside and kind of see where I was going. And as far as overall thoughts, I mean, it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, was it the best Marvel movie out there? No. Definitely not. Um, did it answer a lot of questions? Yeah, it answered a few. Did it give you more questions? <laughs> a lot, unfortunately, <laughs> um, which kind of sucks. But for those of you that don't know or didn't see a trailer yet for Captain Marvel, I'll give you a little synopsis. So Captain Marvel is an extraterrestrial Kree warrior who finds herself caught in the middle of an intergalactic battle between her people and the Skrulls. Living on Earth in 1995, she keeps having recurring memories of another life as a U.S. Air Force pilot, Carol Danvers. With help from Nick Fury, Captain Marvel tries to uncover the secrets of her past while harnessing her special superpowers to end the war with the evil scrolls. So, oddly enough, the synopsis to what I just read and the actual, I would actually go and say as far as the plot of the movie, mm-hmm. really seem to be two different things. Because you watch the trailers and even read the synopsis and you're like, evil scrolls, And then... I mean, like I said, this is spoiler-free, so we already told you ahead of time. But the Skrulls mm-hmm. apparently seem to be a friendly race. The refugees. Of refugees. I mean, I think the reason why they say, might say evil is because they're at war with the Kree. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like the Kree started the war. Or maybe, I mean, is that what you got from it? Like the Kree started it, according to what? Yeah, yeah I think... The whole, like, the scrolls are invading and taking over 
planets, but then you find out later in the film that they're only on those planets to find refuge. Yeah, so it's almost, I mean, I guess you could call it evil, because, like, if you look at the aliens from Independence Day. Right. I mean, they went from planet to planet just destroying it, but they did it for fun. They weren't trying to find a place to live. They know they can't fight back and just... Yep, but then these aliens, albeit evil or not, instead of communicating with the populace on the planet to say, hey, can we live with you? Mm -hmm. They're like, screw you, we're taking your planet. So maybe that's where it kind of all kicked off. And yeah, I mean, can you feel sad for them because they lost their home planet? Yeah. Yes, but... Can you really feel bad for him if all they're doing is going around trying to find a new planet by destroying the people that are currently on it? No. No. So they're really caught between a rock and a hard place. On Now, I, I would think if the Kree, instead of trying to completely destroy them because they are destroying planets, is trying to figure out, hey, you want a new home? All right, we'll help you out. But you got to promise not to kill the people on the planet that you're living with. we got to coexist. we right. got to cohabitat. Mm-hmm. And... If anything, you would take what you learned from Earth and realize, well, hey, there's a bunch of different races living together. Yeah, we have our problems, but we're all coexisting on one planet. So, I mean, I feel like it it could work. Skrulls could work with other people. And who cares? Okay, so they could shapeshift. Maybe they don't Mm want to be something else. But at least for the starting point to kind of ease into a relationship on a planet maybe you do form into something else maybe and... uh that was their own defense was shape-shifting because um people they wanted knew, to look like yeah. right people thought scrolls of being evil and it's very hard for them to express that they're innocent so they try and shape-shift to their people which causes a confrontation thing that they're there to invade yeah i mean we did obviously see a lot of scrolls in this movie Mm-mm. but i kind of wonder how many scrolls they were thinking were on earth i mean if if they could only uh replicate another human then there'd be duplicates of everyone right you know of that of those persons wandering around because earth. I feel like if I could shapeshift, but my only power to shapeshift was looking like someone else, I feel like that would just suck. Yeah. I wish I could just shapeshift into whatever and just make my own facial features and, yeah. you know, look how I want to look. I, I feel like, I don't know how shapeshifting normally works, but I feel like you could, I guess in any movie thus far that I've seen, shapeshifting has always been, I need to look like someone else. Mm-hmm. You uh, don't have the freedom to, you know, choose. edit yeah, to choose what you look like just as that Which person. Which just seems weird. I mean, I guess even like uh, Martian Manhunter. Mm-hmm. He can only shapeshift into... The replicas the of replica people. The replica of people. Well, yeah, because yeah, even when he turned into John Jones, he was replicating the original John Jones. Yeah. So I think I think we need a new shapeshifter, whether superhero, bad guy, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think we need a new shapeshifter that can shapeshift into whatever they want to look like. I mean, I, I, why not? Right, yeah. It's like you can take their their body, but, like, you know, give that person a beard or short hair, a different eye color, a longer nose, you know. Yeah, just something. Something. Just something. Slightly different than a complete replica because. Yep. Yeah. All right, so back to Captain Marvel. So 
The other thing it said in that synopsis was she was a Cree warrior, which she was, mm-hmm. and apparently they turned her Cree by doing like a blood transfusion. But she was human. She from ba- being born all the way up to becoming an Air Force pilot, she was human the whole time. Mm-hmm. And the Tesseract gave her her powers, which I guess I don't know if that's how it was in in the comic book or if it was more like a cosmic force, like the Fantastic Four got their powers or something or, like that. Yeah. I guess I don't know. But in MCU, she got it from the Tesseract. And me and Kev had a pretty, you know, weird discussion after the movie was over on on the Tesseract and how it even got into their possession because mm-hmm. Red Skull had it in Captain America during yeah during the you know war. the war World War Two so for and forties fifties whatever mm-hmm. and then it ends up in the lake or the ocean, the ocean yeah. and then Howard Stark finds it and he does something with it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it magically ends up in the her laboratory, her laboratory which, is a which, ship. Is, which is a ship in space. Mm-hmm. So obviously we find out she's Cree. So obviously she came to Earth, probably talked to Tony Stark, or not Tony Stark, but Howard, Howard Stark, Stark, said, hey, this is what I'm trying to do. He Maybe she knew about S.H.I.E.L.D., maybe she knew about Captain America, even though he was still in the water at the time, frozen. Mm-hmm. So someone comes to Earth. And only a handful of people know about Steve Rogers. Right. And maybe that's how she tracks it down. I don't know. Apparently she was working for the Air Force. I mean, the, the story in the in the plot of her mm-hmm. just seems so off. It just, it, it, We didn't find out any connections to current or old S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. Into current S.H.I.E.L.D. Because all we get from current S.H.I.E.L.D. is Phil Coulson and Nick Fury. Our agents. Our agents. New agents, apparently. Mm-hmm. Not even, you know older agents right so do you see the disconnect like is that something that yeah you understand i don't i i just feel like there's such a disconnect there's it seems like this movie raised more questions than it answered yep it yeah that's where a t marvel that's where a new marvel tv show for the disney channel comes in or maybe Mm -hmm. for regular tv we just need a, a bridge gap now. So we got Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. and then we had Agent Carter, that S.H.I.E.L.D. show from after Steve Rogers went right. into the went into the ocean, mm-hmm. you know, to see where Car- Agent Carter's life kind of... But we need... Okay, so that show ended. Mm-hmm. We need a new show to figure out where, where everything happened. A ladder I, I think effect. Just because, I mean, not that it really matters. Okay, in all intents and purposes, it doesn't really matter because mm-hmm. we all know that the Tesseract was in S.H.I.E.L.D.'s possession and then Loki got it to make the hole in space. And, mm-hmm. and so, so realistically, it doesn't necessarily matter, that gap, mm-hmm. but it definitely raises some continuity questions to find out what happened. And the funny thing is, so the stinger at the very, very end of the of the movie was the cat uh, coughing up a hairball, but it was the Tesseract. Mm-hmm. So in the movie... Uh, Goose eats the Tesseract to keep it hidden. But that's how, obviously, it winds up in Agent Shield's... Or the Shield's custody or... Throws it up on Fury's desk. Which is kind of funny because, you know, obviously the cat eats it, but in reality it's locked in a vault. So Mm -hmm. probably Nick Fury came back from lunch one day and was like... like, Oh, shit. Dumbass cat. Right. Damn it, Goose. Damn it, Goose. Your goose is cooked. 
God dang it. So that's, I guess, all I'll say really about that. But there, there was some continuity issues, issues I think, with the Tesseract mm-hmm. side of it. Um, and then there's the whole Captain Marvel future. So we're, right. we're talking about full MCU. She's never mentioned once, mm-hmm. not by Nick Fury. They're looking for, you know, new Avengers. Obviously, Nick Fury knows there's a threat. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he didn't know of the real threat because when the aliens started coming through the hole in the sky on Avengers Day, mm-hmm. I feel like he was like, where was the button pushing then? For Captain Marvel. Well, yeah, he had the freaking pager. And that seemed like a... Well, remember how she said only use it for emergencies? That's an How emergency. is that not an emergency? Maybe he just thought that the B team could handle it. Like... Well, they were the A team. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I mean, the Avengers were supposedly the A team. Mm-hmm. But you, you know what would have at least been better? Now, I mean, we talked about this that we didn't know if they even knew Captain Marvel was going to be a thing now. Mm-hmm. But even, a, I'd say, a shout out. Like, Nick Fury is like, you know, I tried calling the space chick and she didn't show up. Okay, you guys just go out and, and and handle the problem. Right. You know what I mean? Not even a mention that Captain Marvel, it was even existence. Like, hey, we're missing one. You know, we got all but one Avenger. Right. You know what I mean? Just something. Or just like, uh, you know, in like Age of Ultron or uh, was it Infinity War or whatever, where like Mark, Mark Ruffalo was like skimming through... Like, how they reference Wakanda in Age of Ultron. Yes. Like, uh, like they could just be flipping through files and be like, who's Carol Danvers? Like, you know, yeah, just something simple like that when they're flipping through, like, this person's got a file, but we don't know who she is. Well, but yeah. Nick I mean, Fury has a file of her. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Right. So who can we use sort of thing? Yeah. And even, okay, so I re- was reading an article about this whole Captain Marvel and, you know, the, the, the Avengers Endgame thing. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, even during the original Avengers, no mention of Black Panther. Now, I are we to assume that until Age of Ultron, Wakanda was pretty under the radar? Like, they didn't know a Black Panther right. existed? Is that kind of the... Maybe. What you're getting? Because like, yeah. apparently Black, Black Panthers have been around for thousands for, of yeah. years. So maybe they were just selfish and only wanted to help their people which is kind of what it seemed seemed like they didn't want to go to the outside world yeah so that one maybe we can let slide a little bit but captain marvel after this movie she is well known she is out there she exists so not even a mention of her in any of the past 20 marvel movies Mm -hmm. just seems outrageous to me now like i said if they didn't know she was going to be a movie or a character that they were going to put into the MCU, maybe I'd let it slide. But at least a may- maybe a reference or, I mean, I guess why did it take Thanos snapping his fingers for him to call Captain Marvel? Right. Like why, as soon as you knew about Thanos coming to earth, mm-hmm. why wasn't that pager pushed? Why? I mean, at that point they knew Captain Marvel was right. coming to theaters. Right. I mean, I guess he didn't want to necessarily. Maybe they just. I guess they didn't want to give it away. But maybe. But I. It's, but I, it's one of those things that just. The events of all of the Avenger movies was a case to call her, but Ultron with his, you know, c- crashing down to obliterate Slovakia. Yeah. Or wherever it was. 
uh, and the Chitauri, uh, Chitauri and the first Avengers movie, like, in all the events of the three Avengers movies, those were emergencies to call her. Yep, and nothing. Nothing. And, and now, we're going to step aside for that for, like, two seconds, but now we're getting into Guardians of the Galaxy. The Kree were in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dude... The accusers. The accusers were in there. She knows about this stuff. Like, she... They know they exist. So, even a mention of Captain Marvel in that movie. Just a... I'm not yeah. saying she had to be in it. I'm just saying a mention of it. Right. Because, okay, so Ronan's trying to use the Power Stone to destroy the Nova Corps and destroy a plant... Xandar. Yep. That Xandar. was the name of it. So they're trying to do Xander. Okay, let's try to see if Captain Marvel's available. Nope, not available. Okay, Guardians, you're up. Right. You know what I mean? Just something. It just, to me, it doesn't make any sense because Ronan is Kree. They were, they were Kree people trying to take over a planet. Like right. it, it For me, I feel like they blew a huge opportunity, first of all. Mm-hmm. But second... You're you're looking at at a super being that could pretty much wipe out a Kree ship, which she, she literally flew through. Not Ronan's ship, but she flew through a ship, right? And destroyed it. It would have taken five seconds to destroy Ronan. Mm-hmm. Movie over. Well, I guess movie over, and then right. nothing. The Power Stone, you know. But either way, it just it just seems to me like there was a missed opportunity. It was like a spur of a moment installment. Like 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 okay, so you know how like the the Everyone watches a movie and you see Stanley, right? Yep. Like there's just the, there's the Stanley. It's an anticipation sort of thing. Mm-hmm. How awesome would it have been if maybe the back half, so Guardians of the Galaxy and on, mm-hmm. there was there was always like a Captain Marvel reference, right? Like in every one of those movies, just Captain Marvel. Re- now we would keep you on the hook. Mm-hmm. Would be one thing. You go into every movie thinking, I'm gonna see it, right? I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna see a Captain Marvel reference. And then you get to Infinity War at the very end of Infinity War, you know Nick Fury presses the button, Captain Marvel. Then oh my god! Then you're like oh my god! It's right. finally happening! You're actually do what they did with uh, with Thanos. You know, tease them up. And yep. Then exactly. It's like e- like in I think it was like Thor: The Dark World where they introduced the Collector. Yes. It's like you could have had something from her universe relatable in his collection or. Was it the first or second Guardians movie where Stanley was an astronaut sitting there and whatnot? Like, oh, the the with the what were they called? The the big the big headed dudes. Yeah, it's like you could have referenced her right there too. Like, you know, maybe Once I'll just Carol Danvers finally showed right, up. Like, I was. <laughs> can I still get a ride? Or maybe I'll call what's her face? Please. Like, yeah, yeah, just something like that, just to keep people's you know minds kind of. On. She's out there. Yes, exactly. But it was it definitely missed opportunity. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't see why. Like I said, the only reason I could think why is they weren't anticipating putting her in. Right. I mean, if I go back and actually look at the history, maybe it was Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I could think of. That pushed like them. DC put out a strong female character, and Marvel was like, "Fuck, who do we have in our bag?" that we can make a movie about and, right. and put it in. Oh, Captain Marvel. So there, 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 there it, it goes. So, I mean, that's the only re that's the only thing I could think of mm-hmm. is why she wasn't in 
anything. Is because they saw how popular. Now, although she is canon, Mm -hmm. so even if you weren't thinking about doing a Captain Marvel movie, but you know how powerful she is, and obviously you knew you were getting to Infinity Wars, so it's not like you could tease her throughout, and if you don't do anything, whatever, but at least you have that kind of backbone or, you know, kind of hidden gem to kind of go to because they've had a lot of random marvel characters so far yeah so i mean it's not like she would have been out of the realm of Mm -mm. possibilities no and especially that they've gone into that cosmic realm with guardians and whatnot and uh introducing the collector in thor the dark world it's like it was it was common ground that you could have introduced her in or you know just something because yeah i think it was just the they saw how well Wonder Woman did, and we're just like, yeah, all the movies we've made have been all guys. Guys, yep. I mean, obviously you had the Black Widow thrown in, and I mean, and Scarlet but then, Witch. But and... then again, you look at like uh, Superman. You got Lois Lane as kind of the backdrop, or mm-hmm. I guess I don't know really any of the from Lois Lane. I don't know many other background females in the DC universe in film. Right. I mean, not much aside from Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I could see where that might have kind of fit in and that's where they wanted to go. But I just want to say, like, what we're ranting on is not doesn't mean we don't like the movie. No. the movie was good. I just want to give you guys some information, mm-hmm. especially if you guys are going to go see it. Something to kind of mentally prepare I yourself for the, going into it. Right, and I think the movie, uh, there were... Uh, dabs too of you know this was um, a movie for girls because you constantly saw her being knocked down or falling down and people getting back up getting back up and like you shouldn't be doing this you're not allowed doing this you're weak blah 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 that was kind of the whole Wonder Woman thing right getting cat called with the guy at the motorcycle and like it's like you know uh, yeah and didn't they, wasn't it like International Women's Day or something? Yeah, like the day it came it? out, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I get it, and, and that's just the way the movie was written and portrayed and mm-hmm. and getting women involved. And obviously, it's only the second movie, like theatrical movie, that for superheroes, just a, a lead, lead female. female for superheroes. Right. So, it's kind of the direction they had to go. I feel like once Avengers Endgame hits, it's it'll be downplayed a hell of a lot more and she'll be more of a, okay, let's fight Thanos or whatnot and, and we'll figure it out. Now that's my worry though is, and I have to agree with some of the people that have commented on it is that, you know, she's very powerful and like, and I mentioned this, uh, before is like, do the Avengers, are they, do they have a purpose to stand next to her during their fight with Thanos in Endgame? Or, like, is she going to be a one-man team? I mean, she probably could be a one-man team, although Thanos is smart. I, right. You know, I would make him about the smartest villain, per you know, out there because he kind of has the mentality to think a few steps ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously it was... Um, the Avengers' fault that Thanos even was able to snap the fingers because he—they had the Infinity Gauntlet pretty much off his arm, and then uh, uh, Quill, Star Lord, had to open his mouth and yeah, start grieving and get mad. And... Exactly. So I mean, 
do they need do they, do they really need the Avengers? No. no. And as we saw in the first stinger on on Captain Marvel, is she shows up? All right, where's Nick Fury? Right. And it's funny because he the, disintegrated. Who, oh, here who he is. You? Right here. Uh, here you go. <laughs> And then, that would be really and then, on a desk. They have like, is they have Nick Fury really in his ashes. Here's Nick Fury. And then what was that? Loser. <laughs> but I don't. We'll just like you said. We'll have to wait to see where Phase Four goes because it's like, like what we talked about going back to the scrolls is like, is this just a group that's refugees? Because it's like you have the the Secret Wars, like you have the Fantastic Four and the Super Scrolls. Yeah, and I feel like if. If Marvel is going to go the way they have been, mm-hmm. Secret Wars would be next. Right. I mean, in, in, you know, I mean, you had Age of Ultron, Infinity Wars, Secret Wars would be the next. Next phase. And then you could, after that, you could do X-Men versus the Avengers. You could, you yeah. know. I mean, Disney will hopefully, you know, do it justice and do it well. And, right. you know, make sure Captain Marvel isn't turned into like a Disney princess or something. Yeah, not like, don't, like... <laughs> Turn her into like a princess, princess, but they don't make her like the Superman, where you know she can do everything. I kind of want to know what her weakness is then, because right. we didn't necessarily see it in the movie. Mm-mm. I mean, everyone has a weakness. I mean, Superman has a weakness. The Flash has a weakness. Uh, um, who else is out there? Uh, Shit. <laughs> I can't believe we can't I, think of superheroes. Like, but all superheroes, all superheroes have, have a weakness. It's Hulk e- is someone getting angrier than him. Right. Apparently, right, yeah. <laughs> so or Thanos is angrier than Hulk, so he cowers down. <laughs> right, it cowers down and it gets all soft and like, oh man, like it's it's oh no, Thanos is angrier than me. It's it's got to be. It's why they protect their friends and family. It's like if they were to find out, like if her, I already forgot her name, but like if they were to do something to her friend and her daughter, like that could lead to her like, all right, I'll stop what I'm doing if you let them go. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. I guess we'll have to really find out. I mean, I I just know going into Endgame that, Obviously, she's going to be well-involved. She'll probably be one of the main characters of that movie because it, from what it seems like from the trailers and even at the end of Captain Marvel, you know, Black uh, uh, Black Widow has no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. Captain America has no idea what's going on. Uh, Mark Ruffalo or right. Bruce Banner, as it were, well, he doesn't really have any idea. Right. All they know is millions of people are disintegrating. Mm-hmm. And that... And that makes me think of a new question is, uh, so in the trailer, the teaser trailer for Endgame, you saw Captain Mar- uh, Captain America was clean shaven when um, uh, Paul Rudd rolled up to the gate. So that was at that mansion where the end credit scene we saw, I'm assuming is at that mansion, but he had the beard. But that, 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 that scene has to have been as soon as like Thanos right. snapped his finger, maybe a day or two. And the after only thought it. that they could go back to was to their headquarters or whatever. Yeah. That had to be it because, well, although they said they connected it, well, I guess it's a pager. So who knows right. how long the battery lasts on that right. thing, but they connected it up to keep it pumping the message out there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we'll have to see. I mean, right. it's all... A waiting game. It's not too bad. It's two months away. Right. Two, two months, not too bad. I think we can wait. So, we can do it. I found an article. Mm-hmm. Um, 38 powerful facts about Captain Marvel. 
a.k.a. Carol Danvers. So, when Marvel announced they were making a Captain Marvel movie, it seemed like only hardcore fans of the comics knew who this was. But their levels of excitement were proof enough that uh, this was a character people should get to know. And why not? As she is a long and interesting history in the Marvel comics. And that's just the Carol Danvers Captain Marvel. That's right, there is more than one version of Captain Marvel. So, considering the Danvers version is the most popular one, and the Marvel movie will follow her, there's quite a lot to learn about her and her amazing backstory. Danvers was considered one of the most powerful heroes, man, woman, or alien in the Marvel Universe, and at one point was most powerful by far. Her influence is also stretched beyond the page and into the real world, as she's been a symbol of hope and progress for women all over the world. Voice work. Number 38. So Captain Marvel may be making her big screen debut in 2019, but she has appeared on the small screen in animation for many times before. She popped up on the animated show like X-Men, the animated series, Avengers Assemble, Guardians of the Galaxy, animated movies like Marvel Rising, Secret Warriors, and even video games like Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite and Lego Marvel's Avengers. And she was also in uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I think Ooh. the first one. All right. So she's been around. Mm-hmm. So everyone loves Carol. There have actually been multiple people, even aliens, who have gone by the name Captain Marvel. More on that later. But the most common and popular one is Carol Danvers. She became half Cree, half human after she was caught in a psych mag- magnetron explosion with Marvel, a Cree warrior, and her DNA merged with his resulting in her gaining powers. So I like that's how they that she got her name. Mm-hmm. You know, Marvel and Fury was like Marvel sounds better. <laughs> now, I wonder if that name mm-hmm. was meant to on page, you know, in the comics, Captain Marvel, they knew the Marvel universe was, you know, was it what it was. So she's captain of all Marvel. Right. You know what I mean? Or in this instance, Marvel, Captain Marvel. Well, like, uh, did she, did she come out as Captain Marvel? Because then like, you know, Shazam originally was known as Captain Marvel. Yeah. Not once did she say Shazam. No, no, no not one time. But is that, I wonder if that's the reason why, you know, well, I mean, according to this, Marvel was the name, and obviously, either they shortened it or mm-hmm. they thought it would be funny to call it Captain Marvel. You're right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I just don't know what the reasoning behind it is because Captain Marvel sounds all right to me. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you had to make it the name, the sing, the brand name, the mm-hmm. signature brand name of the comic book. Right. So I don't exactly know why they would necessarily do that right okay making the cut part one danvers consistently makes it on list as the top and most powerful avengers appearing as either ms marvel or captain marvel and more often than not as the highest ranked female superhero ign has ranked her as number 11 on their list of top 50 avengers cbr has had her at number 10 on their top 25 most powerful avengers and screen rant has had her all the way up at number six on their uh 20th most powerful members of the Avengers list. Okay. So, as far as female goes, she, yeah. you know, she ranks high enough. I mean, Black Widow, I guess she doesn't really have any superpowers, so no. I don't necessarily know 
where she would rank as most powerful. Mm-hmm. Probably, I mean, maybe her wits and her Russian training, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I don't even think that Scarlet Witch comes close to Captain Marvel. Yeah. All right, name game. Marvel is actually an important character to know, as he is the original Captain Marvel. His origin goes back to 1967 when he was created by Stan Lee. However, it starts to get tricky from there as he is technically the uh, only the original Captain Marvel in the Marvel Universe. There was a hero created by Fawcett Comics in 1940 with the same name who would later be bought by DC. They kept the name for as long as they could, but after a lengthy legal dispute with Marvel, they changed it to Shazam. Okay. Uh, that exclamation mark isn't there because we're excited. It's actually part of his name. <laughs> Shazam. So, yes. So Captain Marvel was originally owned by DC. Mm-hmm. And Marvel took the big bad way out and sued him and said, no, we want the Captain Marvel. And even though they came up with it in the 40s and Stanley, I mean, I don't see why you can't have two. Right. I mean, they could... Dude, I don't know who came up with it first, necessarily, mm-hmm. but Cat- Carol Danvers is a DC character. She's in the Supergirl. Oh, okay. She, she, she's part of the DEO. Okay. Yep. So, I mean, it, that's just a name. I mean, people could be, two people can have the same name. Right. So, I don't necessarily know why two Captain Marvels, I mean, but issue. see, but see, that's where it gets tricky. The guy's name was Marvel. Right. Not Marvel. Marvel. So how can you really go out on a limb and say you're stealing our name when obviously the guy's name was Marvel, not Marvel? Right. It's seems, too separate. It seems really stupid to me to make that kind of fight. But, I mean, Shazam is kind of a cool name, too. Right. Shazam. <laughs> All right. What could have been? Before Captain Marvel makes her debut on the big screen in her self-titled movie, There were plans to have her appear in two separate Marvel properties, a cameo in Age of Ultron and a much bigger role in Jessica Jones. Really? In fact, Captain Marvel was supposed to be Jones's best friend slash sidekick, but ended up being replaced with the character Trish Walker, who writes the, who writers felt was a better fit for Jones. The talk show host or whatever. Yep. Now that would have destroyed Canon going into this movie though, because apparently she went off world and did her own thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas if she actually was Jessica Jones's friend, she right. obviously would have known what was going on and wouldn't have had to be right. paged. But being the cameo in Age of Ultron, that would have And he could have still used the pager thing at the end of well, I guess it would have kind of buried the lead. We would have already known she would have showed up for Infinity War, mm-hmm. but they could have done it differently, I guess. Right. So, yes, so she uh it's things always... things really could have been a lot different. Mhm. All right. Let's see what else we got in the fun facts of Captain Marvel. All right, expanding the universe. Captain Marvel will see a lot of characters return to the MCU as well as introduction of brand new ones or more specifically, brand new races. The main villains of the film will be Skrulls, which were an al- which are an alien race that can shapeshift. This will be the first time this race has appeared in the MCU. Oh my god. Yeah, and uh, it was exciting to see, but not the outcome that we would have guessed. Yep. Alright, history in the making. Even though Black Widow is an OG Avenger dating all the way back to Iron Man 2, and Scarlet Witch has been around since Age of Ultron, neither of them have gotten a solo film. 
making Captain Marvel the first female-led MCU film and film number 21 in the MCU. Not bad for a character who has never appeared on screen, or even been mentioned aside from her logo popping up on a beeper in the post credit scene from Infinity War. But see, that's what doesn't make sense. Like, I mean, if you would have thought about it, just, Why not just, include? just include her. It right. would have been so, I mean, it would have been so better. I, I feel like, I don't know. It To me, it just kind of ruins a lot of different things. All right, casting a Y-net. Danvers has been associated with numerous organizations, groups, and teams throughout the years, as a civilian and as a superhero. Danvers worked for the Air Force, NASA, CIA, and S.H.I.E.L.D. as Captain Marvel. She was a member of the Avengers, New Avengers, Mighty Avengers, A-Force, Starjammers, Defenders, Excalibur, X-Men, and Guardians of the Galaxy. (laughs) She's got a resume on her. Oh, yeah. She also founded the Ultimates and was the leader of the Alpha Flight Space Program. Either she wants to help out as, as many as many ways as possible, or she's really picky when it comes to choosing a career path. <laughs> you know what? I'm done with the Guardians. I'm going to go join the X-Men. Her uh, work ethic is not the greatest. She goes from job to job. Yeah, I would hire her. <laughs> right. <laughs> you want to join my superhero team now? No. Nope, sorry. It's only me two weeks. You're not gone. doing it. Yep. All right. Adding more and more layers. Danvers' first costume as Miss Marvel was met with fan backlash, as it appeared to be more provocative than practical since she wore essentially just a bathing suit. She then switched back, uh, switched to a black semi-leotard for a bit before donning the classic blue and red outfit when she took over the mantle as Captain Marvel. Wow, that looks really bad. I don't know why that would ever be a... Costume. I yep. like how it has the Shazam lightning bolt yep. on it too. And, then she had that and they say stash. that and they say that Marvel did not steal it from right from uh, DC. Well, that's how she was in uh, Ultimate Alliance, the team-based game where she was in that outfit. Oh, with the little lightning bolt. Yeah, yeah. I see how it goes. All right, let's see what else we got on our fun list of fun facts. All right, butting heads. After the article on NASA gained mainstream attention, Danvers got offered a job with the Daily Bugle, the same publication that Peter Parker works for. She was immediately named the editor for the new women's magazine that, pa- uh, that the paper was starting, starting. But not surprisingly, she quickly clashed with J. Jonah Jameson over the direction of the magazine and was replaced. She would go on to deal uh, with more important issues anyway, like saving the world on multiple occasions. Yeah, I, yeah, I, can I see feel that. like uh, she would have uh, like punched uh, J. Jonah Jameses in the head. He, he probably would have died. Yeah. All right, breaking the mold. Captain Marvel will take place in the 90s and be an origin story, but according to the writers, not in the traditional sense. Due to the high number of origin story movies, the filmmakers have made a conscious effort to subvert the traditional structure of how a superhero origin story is told. It's unclear exactly what will entail, but just another many reasons to go see the film. So, the only real origin story portion of it was when she kind of had her flashbacks. Mm-hmm. And that was about it. I was I was definitely happy. That they kind of kept it brief. Yes. Yeah. They, they kind of showed where it was going, but not... You know, too overpowering and too 
stretched out. Yep. Oh, here's a good one. Okay, turning a negative into a positive. After after she lost her powers, Danvers was kidnapped by an alien race called the Brood, which are kind of a, a alien race that kind of butted head with the Skrulls okay. in the comics, who would go on to abuse and experiment on her due to their fascination with her half-Cree, half-human DNA. However, this actually resulted in her not only getting her powers back, but more enhanced versions of them making her even more powerful and giving her the added bonus of being able to survive in space. During this time, she changed her superhero name to Binary. The heightened powers eventually died down after a while, but she kept a few cosmic ones. I guess that would kind of suck. Yeah, wouldn't it? Like, you're able to breathe in space and all of a sudden it just kind of dies out. But when the neck thing came off, she was able to finally breathe in space without her, you know, Kree, Kree space mask. That's true. All right, just go with it. She once had a pet named Chewy that ended up not being an actual cat, but a flurkin, which is an alien creature that disguises itself as a cat, but actually has giant tentacles and fangs. Mm -hmm. So that's in the comic. She had a cat named Chewy because she was a fan of Star Wars. The only reason she found out about its true form was because Rocket Raccoon was able to sniff it out. And thanks to an Instagram post by Samuel L. Jackson, there is speculation that Chewy may show up in the Captain Marvel movie. This would be weird to see if Rocket Raccoon didn't actually exist in the MCU. But because he does, this just feels normal. Yeah. Although it was pretty nice to see it on screen. Yes. Of like, kind of remind me of the whole group thing of taking multiple people and banging them up on the... But I mean, the sad part was it was Goose. Although that was Marvel's cat. Right. Not her uh, cat not danvers cat yes so maybe she'll get a new cat in in endgame because it's almost well, the cat probably died well right. i don't know it's an alien so maybe it didn't die maybe it died in battle but what happened to the cat then right okay if fury had this cat now aside from it dying mm-hmm. where the hell has the cat been Shouldn't yeah. the cat the cat could have been roaming around that giant what do they call quinjet? it the, not the quinjet but what was the bigger thing what was that? uh the ah uh, crap um Whatever, the giant sky city. Right. The, uh, the, yeah, the big ship in the sky. Yeah. But where was the cat? The cat could have been running around. That would have just been funny. Mm-hmm. Everyone would have wondered, what the fuck is the deal with, with the, the cat? cat? Now you know. That would have been funny. I swear to God that they should have done that. Well, All right. The benefits of a connected universe. The Captain Marvel movie has quite a few tie-ins to the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. As one of the co-writers, Nicole Perlman, as co-writer for the first Guardians movie, and two characters from that movie, Ronan the Accuser and Korath, will return for Captain Marvel. That must be the black guy, Korath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but he, in Guardians, I think he had that computer thing on the side of his head. I don't think he had that in this movie. No? I, I didn't I notice guess. it. But th- once again, that movie takes place right, in the 90s. Way before. And, I don't know. It just seems kind of weird to see that mm-hmm. all right on the fast track to success deconic's decision to make danvers the new captain marvel was met with both financial and critical success as it took no time for captain marvel number one to immediately sell out upon the release in september 2012 it was this quick success that also led to captain marvel's script being written eight months later and the movie being officially announced in 2014 so i mean that's four years i mean that, I guess, when did Ultron come out? 15. Okay, so there you go. You could have introduced <laughs> her right there. There you go. God. 
Not nope. thinking. Just not thinking smartly enough. No. Uh, let's see what else we got. We got a few more, and then we'll uh, close this sucker out. I'm just trying to, to see. Next time I'll uh, write down the number so I know, <laughs> I know uh, which ones I want to want to read. We'll go with number one. Okay, paving your own path. Danvers joined the U.S. Air Force at the age of 18 to help, uh, to help pay for her college because her father refused to pay for it. He believed that Danvers should have been a housewife rather than waste her time getting into a college. Thankfully for herself and the universe, she didn't listen to her father. She would go on to find her, her calling in the Air Force and over time worked her way up to the rank of colonel. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. All the way to colonel. And then captain. Right. She didn't say that. She, she got to captain. I don't know who gave her the, the captain rank. Maybe but she killed the captain to take us. No, but is there captains <laughs> in Air Force? Yes. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. I'm not sure. I guess I don't know the ranks of Navy. I thought Navy was, was captain. Maybe the Air Force has a captain. They might all have. They definitely have colonel. Right. But I don't know about captain. Who gave her captain? Right. We want to know. I want her to be Ab- Admiral Marvel. Or uh, Lieutenant Marvel. No, that's lower. <laughs> You're going to degrade she her? Came, she came in late into the series. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so they just give her the title of captain out of the bag? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Admiral Marvel. That's the next movie. That actually sounds kind of... Admiral Marvel? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that was fun. We talked a lot. This is probably the longest episode we've had in a very long time. So just hopefully, like old time. Just like old times. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Um, so let's close it out here. So Captain Marvel is going to be part of the Loot Crate coming up for March. You have until March 19th. So that gives you, from the day this podcast is released, 11, 12... 13, six days to sign up by March 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Go to LootCrate.com, sign up for your Cosmic Crate, get some Captain Marvel stuff, and have a good time. So, we also have a sponsor, and since Captain Marvel just came out, I'm sure going to Hot Comics and Collectibles to get some Captain Marvel gear will be awesome. Mm -hmm. So, go to Hot Comics and Collectibles in Richfield, Minnesota, New Hope, Minnesota, or Jordan, Minnesota, if you live in the state of Minnesota, say the code word goose and get 10, 20% off of any Captain Marvel related um, merchandise. merchandise. You get one one discount. Don't uh, don't overdo it by buying like thousands and thousands of dollars. Because then there's no discount in multiple. I mean, maybe. Maybe. Mike will make that decision. But right. we're, we're going to say one because there's a ton of Captain Marvel stuff. But get a really good Captain Marvel thing if you're going to save 20% on it. So... If you are not in the state of Minnesota, go to www.hotcomicsandcollectibles.com and check out their website and get some Captain Marvel stuff on there. Next up, we got Instagram, we got Facebook, we got Twitter. And on those social media platforms, you can type in at Loot Time Pod and find us on Instagram and Twitter and on Facebook, the Loot Time Podcast. So like us, friend us, share us. us. Like our pictures yes. and our videos. Be and hope, interactive. Be interactive. And hopefully in a few weeks we go with episode two of Instagram TV where we show the last month's box of Loot Crate, which What's has still box? not yet gotten to me. So <laughs> hopefully. What's going on there, Steven? I don't know. They're always screwing up lately. They're late. Yes. All right. Finally, uh, we have a website, LootTimePodcast.com. Head there. Check out our podcast stuff, uh, articles and videos and photos and fun stuff. And maybe we'll throw a poll up on there. 
But if you scroll down to the bottom, you can get a, a email address um, and we'll put you on our mailing list so you know when awesome things are coming out. And I'll be sure to start sending those emails again because I've been a little bit slacky on it lately. But we'll make sure, hopefully, they start again. Until next time, I'm Steven Sklansky. I'm Kevin Ebner. And that's all the loot time we have. Good night. Go.